I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. You, my friend, are listening to Crime Club. I, my friend, am Jack Beaumont, a.k.a. the Caravan Casanova, a.k.a. the real Kim Woodburn. The graffiti lads are back with some more daft stories, but with a softer, more insightful tone. This, my friend, is a jingle. Oi. One one fucking great one was with uh, me and so we'd been travelling and then like our final destination was um Brussels but we were just meant to literally just be there for a couple of hours and then get get a fucking I can't remember if we we're gonna get a train or a ferry or some shit. We're gonna exit the country basically. But like we missed our train or coach or whatever it was that we were gonna get and fucking so we're like fuck it, we're here for the night. Like let's let's try to paint something. So we've gotten onto a train, just any direction, rid it to the end of the line. It would be about 9pm by now. Got in there, seen a train yard, which we like the look of. Like, yep, this looks cool. We'll do this. Gone to a little bar, sat at the bar. As the sun's going down, watching the yard, everything looks really nice. Have it sipping on a beer, smoking a cigarette, cracking jokes. And then the bar closes at about 11. So I'm like, OK, let's go closer to the train and start plotting up and having a look, see what it looks like. So we've gone up, and uh, the best place, the vantage point that we could see was, um, like, this guy's front garden. So we've gone into this guy's front garden, and we're sitting there. I start to look at the yard, but then a lot of workers start coming into the yard, and the yard becomes very active, and a lot of people walking around, fixing stuff, doing bits and bobs, cleaning, what, whatnot. So now we've, started, we, we, we've, we've been there now, like, three hours, sitting in this fucking front garden in some little bush thing in the front garden and uh, now it's starting to get freezing like fucking freezing we're shivering we don't know what to do we're in the middle of nowhere in Brussels getting like three in the morning the yard's still active so we're trying to figure out a way to get warm so we've like rumbled around like a few front gardens and shit and found that this one guy has got a motorbike parked up with a cover on it so we've taken the cover off gone back to our little bush and like used it as like a double sleeping bag and me and like inside this fucking motorbike cover like spooning <laughs> in the bush trying to stay warm but also trying to look at the yard it starts getting late starts getting to about fucking four or something and it and it quietens down 
so then we're like, fuck it, now's our chance. Like, got up, fucking, you know, gave ourselves some shakes, got a bit warm, and then cracked on into the yard, painted. Everything was really nice, it was perfect. Painted for a while, got a nice, um, you know, got a nice atmosphere and stuff like that. Um, we painted, left, and by this time it was probably only about 4.30 and it's still fucking freezing, we're in the middle of nowhere. We're walking around like, okay, we painted now, but like, what the fuck are we going to do now? So like walking around trying to figure out how to stay warm, what we could do. Saw a massive truck, tried to lie underneath it for some warmth for, <laughs> briefly, but we're like, this is just shit. So <laughs> fuck that off. And then <coughs> walking around, walking around this fucking village in Belgium somewhere, on the outskirts of Brussels. And uh, we've we've seen like a building site, and in the building site is like a builder's hut. So we're like, all right, let's jump in there, see what's looking. We jumped over over the fence into the building site, saw in the building hut, broken into the building hut via like some small little window that one of us crawled into, and then went down inside and opened it up, opened it up, and like inside the builder's hut, it was it was nice and warm, but there was like loads of stuff, like loads of clothes, and like someone had been there recently, obviously been working on it that that previous day. So thinking what to do, so I was thinking, fuck. He's like, should we sleep in here? I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, it's getting towards like five now. Don't really want to sleep in this fucking workers' hut for the workers to get back and see us in the hut. So we're like, yeah, fuck it, we'll take all their clothes. So there's like fucking four or five pairs of jeans, a few hoodies, a couple of jackets, socks and shit. And we start putting on all these layers, putting on all these clothes and shit. Just like getting super warm, like, yeah. Fuck it, we're walking around like a big fucking weird fat man suit. Climb back over the fence, like go around a few corners and find some little bushy area next to a church. Just like huddle up in all of our layers and just fall asleep. And then a couple of hours later, get woken up to about five fucking fuming hench builders on their way to work, shaking us, fucking putting fists in our, in our face, shouting us in... At us in what was they speak? Some of them speak Flemish, the other speak <clears throat> French or yeah, French or shouting at us in some fucking language, and we're just like, we don't know what you're saying, blah blah. After ages of them fucking shaking us and like, and we get the we got the notion that they were saying get off the clothes, so we start getting off the clothes, and then they're just like, uh, as we're like half standing there, like fucking taking off their clothes, and um, we're like, yeah, we were cold, we're cold, we're just trying to stay warm, we're trying to stay warm, and kind of like convince them that we were just like bums, like trying to stay warm. So they've like kind of like let us off. Brain and mind, we're just like all like stumbled, especially how when he wakes up, he's like, oh, doesn't know what's going on. So they fucking took an half of the clothes back and just like fucking pushed us around a bit and giving us, giving us a warning, and we're just like, fuck. It's about fucking 6.30 now, so we're walking around, like, fuck, that was a bit mad, but I guess we'll just get a train back into Brussels. So walking around, but at the same time, we're trying to think, how can we get pictures of the train that we painted last night? So we're like, fuck it, we'll go back to where we painted it. Hopefully it will still be there and we can get nice pictures in the daytime and it won't be and it won't be suspicious from the police because it will just be a daytime photo and we don't have any paint on us, blah, blah, blah. So we've gone back to where we painted it and it wasn't it wasn't there. So we're like, fuck, like, it's gone. Like we, After all that fucking madness, we didn't even get a picture of the train. So we're like fucking solemnly like walking back to the train station and just as we walk into the train station, sure enough, the train pulls in that we painted right on it and that's our train that we're taking to Brussels, get perfect pictures, ride back next to the panels. Everything was good in the end. Mm. Mm. 
So when these uh, when these builders were shaking you aggressively, aggressively shaking you, um, what was the time? Well, I want to hear more about that. Like, were they? Uh, how many of them were there for kickoff? Five or six, mate. They were fuming. Was it just Imagine- purely because you were wearing their garms? Yeah. They've just, they're on their way to work, like fucking six in the morning, like probably like halfway through a coffee and a sandwich or whatever. And then they see a couple cunts all wearing their clothes, all fucking <laughs> like, oh, that's my jacket. That's fucking Marcus's hoodie. Like, that's his jeans. So they're just like, what the fuck? I think they're as confused as we are. Like, who the fuck are these? Like, like standing here, we're, like sleeping in the corner wearing all of our fucking clothes. Like. So they weren't necessarily all workers' clothes. They were just random clothes. No, what? they weren't worker clothes. They were clothes <laughs> that the workers left there. Like, their clothes. Like, just jeans, hoodies, like fucking t-shirts. Like... And you were camped out in a bush next to a church, right? Yeah. So was that... We were like, fuck it, this seems like a safe place, like church. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. But yeah, I remember the guy, I remember waking up, I just had like a fucking stern fist, just like grabbing my fucking collar, you know, like that. Just like waking me like that with a fucking massive fist right in my face and this guy like... Just like, fuck! I just look at he's getting the same treatment by the next couple of done, so I'm just like, fucking hell. This is when we were young as well. Must have been like 17, 18, little skinny fucks just getting shaken around by these big nutters. I think we went to Spain and we were staying at our mates, um, like near Barcelona. Yeah, and like I really wanted to paint and I didn't get to paint when we visited Barcelona. I really wanted to paint, I really wanted to paint, couldn't get any paint. And somehow managed to like stumble across some really shitty cans. So then I was like, right, fuck it. Then I left at eight in the morning just on my own, got my little backpack and a sandwich. Yeah, I guess I tried to wake you up. <laughs> and I fucking made my way down to the train station in the morning, got on a, just any train. I was just like, fuck it, I'll just get on a train somewhere and just see where I end up. Probably there'll be a train yard somewhere I can paint. And I uh, got on the train and just fell asleep and uh, didn't realise it was a regional train and it just started fucking absolutely bombing just into the fucking middle of nowhere in Spain, just like, and I kind of briefly woke up and was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then anyway, a ticket inspector came along about an hour into the train journey and the train was coming to a stop as he was getting near to me. So I just got my stuff and just jumped off. And this is like probably now like 10 or 11 a.m. I was like, the stop, I've never seen a train station like it. It's just like, fuck all there. I think it was one bench like in the middle of nowhere. It's just like, I was just like, how the fuck has a train stopped here? It's like a bus stop in like fucking Erif or some shit. And uh, so I was just like, fuck, like walking around, like where am I? Like, I don't, don't know when, there's no like board to tell me when the next train is or anything. So I've just like walked over, seen a, seen a little calf. Thought I'd go there, like kind of regroup myself. Uh, got like a little chocolate and a, and a fucking Coca-Cola, I think it was. <laughs> And because uh, I didn't have a watch, I didn't have a phone on me, so I was trying to figure out the time, but obviously they, they told me the time. And I asked them, like, where I could get another train, and they were just like, nah, like, <laughs> forget it kind of thing. I was just like, fuck. And they, they weren't speaking English, I wasn't speaking Spanish. It was just kind of just working out what each other meant. So then I was like, fuck it, I'll try and walk to the next station, or, you know what I mean, just see what happens. So I just got on the train tracks started walking, but this is like in proper countryside of Spain, yeah, it's just like blazing heat. This is like getting to like noon now, so like the fucking height of the heat. Just walking along like for fucking hours, just like feeling like I'm getting sunstroke. I'm thinking like, fuck, like what have I, 
if I just like walk into the middle of fuck all nowhere and there's nothing like so there's like still just trekking for ages and then like fucking after a while like a train just zoomed past obviously didn't stop for me but that sort of gave me some sort of hope so I just kept on trekking like next to the train track sometimes you have to jump onto the train tracks every now and then give be a little kind of tunnel and then you have to go through that and uh eventually got to the next station which was also a small station but not not as big and then uh waited a while for a train got on another train then fell asleep again when i got on that train because i was fucking knackered from walking i guess this would be like three or four p.m now you're at Langley, you walked for about four solid hours you're yeah yeah fucking hours and <laughs> hours mate it was horrible uh, with no water as well, just like reminiscent of a, of a Coke, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't cocaine, just Coke. Yeah, cocaine. If I had some cocaine, that would be, be banging. Probably storm through it. But anyway, I fell asleep on this next train, then like woke up with a fucking a border police prodding me with his baton. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? And they were just demanding my passport. I was just like, what? What's going on? Like, I thought I was fucking just travelling to Spain. And anyway, managed to explain to me that I'd fucking fallen asleep on a train to France, yeah. So now I'm like on the fucking Spanish-French border with all these people demanding my passport. And I'm just like, I don't have a passport. It's like, fuck, I didn't even meant, meant to be here. So anyway, they've just like fucked me off and like put me through the gate as if this is the destination I'm trying to go to. But whereas like, they don't know that it's not. I'm just fucking, I don't have a destination. I'm just trying to find some trains. <laughs> so, so they've like kicked me out of this weird little destination place where luckily it was like a real beautiful kind of village. So... I think went on to the beach and like had a beer and a cigarette or something. I've like walked over back to the guys, but I, and I was, I was like trying to get back onto a train, like fuck it, this is over kind of thing. Let me just give up. And they were like, no, nah, there's no trains and you can't come through without a passport and blah blah blah. I didn't have enough money for a ticket anyway, so I was just like fuck. So I thought I've asked someone like where the next station is, if the next station is in, is like certified Spain, so I could just easily get on a train. And the guy was like, it's not that far, but it's over those mountains. It's like these massive mountains. So I'm just like, fuck. So I'm just like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'm here, I'll give it a shot. I'll try and just, like, scale the mountains and get to the other side to the, to the train station. So I've, like, started on this mountain trek um, with my little backpack. Just, like, fucking walking for time, going up really like fucking just just a spanish mountain just loads of Arid. rocks and cliffs and just very like browny and yellow and shit anyway i'm getting like pretty high now and like where i've gotten so high on this mountain i've got a view top a view from back at the station and i can see that kind of like to the right behind the station where i was there is like fucking seven or eight trains just laid up just sitting there in the sun i was just like fuck like i gotta go down there so i've like and I took a really nice video of it as well, and there was, like, some fucking famous writers from this uh, L.A. crew called MSK who had pieces on the train, which, like, back then, to, to for me to see that in real life, you know, like, growing up as a kid, I was always looking at their graph online and shit, but to see it, I was just like, yeah, fuck it, I've got to go down there. So I've gone down to the bottom of the cliff, kind of, like, um, turned turn around, went, like, behind the station, around the other side of the station, and the only way to get in was, like, that I could see without going through the front gate is you have to climb kind of a bit up this mountain and scale some, like a cliff, like some sort, somewhat half of a cliff, half of a mountain edge um, into the yard. So I've gone down, 
started walking up and like there's just fucking these crazy Spanish brambles everywhere. It's just fucking me. Like I'm in shorts as well. It's the summer, just getting like just shredded. And anyway, I've gotten to where I think is the right place to climb down and like when I'm there it's just like so high it's and so dangerous I was just like fuck I've got I've got a fear of heights anyway but when I was younger it wasn't so intense um but I've just started climbing down it and like when I look back on it now it's just fucking ridiculous like it's so so dangerous anyway it's just like climbing down this fucking cliff edge or whatever nearly slipping a million times having a madness but eventually get down in there and uh and paint, yeah, and that was it. I painted, and then was that the front door of the yard. And then yeah, painted, chilled in there, like did a couple of different trains, took my pictures, had videos, and then like walked out the front front entrance of the yard, which I could have probably done walked into maybe, and then just walked over. And by now it was getting to like eleven or something, and the gates at the station were just open. I just walked in and got on the last train. Back to the fucking... Fuck back yeah. to the crib. No little fellas knocking... No little Spanish fellas knocking around the train yard. There was, there was. There was a few. Like, when I was on my way out, I saw a couple of fat blokes just, like, doing bits and bobs in their hivers. I just kind of walked walked around them. I think one of them saw me and was just looking at me, but by then I was just like, Who's fuck it. Who's that sunstroke <laughs> English was it bastard? Wasn't it SS, yeah? Yeah, I guess it was, like, French, France becoming Spain kind of thing, do you know what I mean? You heard a great big owl? Yes, they make this podcast. Yeah, but not just this podcast. You're shitting me. Name some others. Well, there's Trolled. We had Luciana Berger and Gary Lineker coming on. Oh, yeah, and there's Crime Club. Did you get done for that? Yeah. There's The Fear. It's a kid's show. They really, really scared me. There's Always There. Thanks very much, because I would never have gone oh. down Howard's way oh. had you not asked me. There's Friends with Friends. Shoving a funnel in Joey's mouth and Rachel pours fat down. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Ask the Nincompoops. Kids ask us the questions they want answered. That's for kids we shouldn't have sworn earlier. Bollocks. Quick, play the sting. Great big owl. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, uh, yeah, any more, any more crazy stories from the old graffiti? Um, <laughs> like a month ago, it's quite funny, like, me and my mate, um, he, he's, uh, he loves speed, scum powder, and... Uh, I think that's a bit harsh on speed. Scum powder. Eastern European marching powder. Yeah, that's more like it. And um, just like really high on that. And, uh, and then um, basically spent like two hours finding all sorts of shit just because there was like one spot you could paint there's a free spike, like which is like the fence with the horrible like free spikes at oh, the yeah. top. And um, tried to like hacksaw through it. We didn't have anything else and couldn't really get through it. And it was taking fucking ages, really loud. So we went and spent like two hours making a rope ladder just out of shit we'd found and then got like two tyres to put on the top of the thing, just all sorts of over-the-top stuff. And he's getting a bit older and he's like got stuff, so he kind of needs to be really careful. And um, and then when I got like one of those uh, like just in the middle of the road, like the little bollard things you can stand on, and basically like then after a long time, blah, 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 I got it all there, got it all into the bush, right next to where we're going to get on, like sat down for like, waited for all the drivers and everything, cleaners and all that to leave and sitting there like, okay, should we go now? I was like, yeah, okay, we go now. And then like tried to put the fucking, the tyres the on the top of the spikes, they didn't fit and I just couldn't get them round for ages and then I was like, fuck that and threw them and then stood on the, on the uh, bollard to like climb up and put the rope ladder on and as I stood on the bollard, it, like, that just broke like, Blow me and like made fucking loads of noise. I like, fell over, like hit the fence, made loads of noise, and then I dropped the fucking rope ladder, and the rope ladder's all broken and falling everywhere. And like four hours of fucking like prepping it, and then it's just all gone to shit in like ten seconds. And he's just like, fuck it, man, fuck it. And he just run off. Like I was like, oh, I fucking just need to. I've got to, like got to do it now. I'm here. And then just like, yeah, climb the free spike. It's just a fucking horrible thing to do because when you're at the top, you got. Don't know. You get your like your foot stuck, and like it's just your asshole sitting over like really sharp spikes. And if you jump out, you know it's just a horrible thing to do. Ended up actually doing it and then climbing back out, but it's just quite quite crease. Like, so you got your bit stuck. Got got something done, and then it was in traffic as well. It's quite nice. That's right. So yeah, like you said, it always takes a lot of planning, doesn't it? If you're gonna if you're planning a mission, you tend to scope out. As far as I'm aware, my limited knowledge, you scope areas out before you do the mission and whatever. Yeah, yeah it's got a lot of. So Sometimes when it goes tits up, it can be a bit of a, of a letdown. Yeah, you can yeah. Put, like you weeks and weeks. in a spot for fucking yeah. What like we we were checking one spot, a tunnel spot, yeah, for the line. So we're going there every day after work, doing bits and bobs. At first, you have to find a way to get up there. So anyway, you've got to find a way to get up there in the daytime because you've got to work on it in the daytime. You can't work on it at nighttime because there's workers active in the station. So. You eventually get onto the rooftop, then you have to go full high vis. So it take this one one bit takes a day, the other bit takes a day, and uh, anyway, angle after fucking ages of angle grinding in the daytime, what does angle grinding mean? You know yeah, those like hands. spinning discs, yeah. yeah. fucking sparks fly to get cut through metal. Oh right, yeah, spinning yeah. So angle grinding, bolt cuttering, crowbarring, fucking tweezering. Then we've gotten <laughs> into this into this certain bit, and we realised that there's motion sensors all in the room, so we've got to go back. 
come over, come back the next day, try to put some fucking little thing that my friend made to, to go over the sensor, but we set the sensors off, so I have to call it a day, go back, come back the next day. Um, and eventually, after a few times of trying, we've got some white electrical tape, gotten into this building, and, um, and fucking he's climbed around the outside of it, not obstructing the, the sensors. Managed to get up next to the sensor and put, put his tape over it. So anyway, we've finally gotten down there after fucking so much work, it was ridiculous. But, um, so then when you get down there, first you need to prep a few things, like open a few bits, get your, get your way around the tunnel, get your marbles, because when you're in a fucking tube tunnel, it's different to, to a tunnels like foreign, like this is the oldest system in the world, yeah, so all the tunnels are one-track tunnels, they're dark, they're difficult to navigate your way around and very dangerous because... Because if a, if a train was to come <coughs> in a one-track tunnel like they do have the tube, there there is nowhere to go. It's just literally the space of a tube. So if, if something comes and you've got no, no little cubby hole, then that's it, you're fucked. So, um, so anyway, we've got on the last train, which goes to this place, and then as the, everyone's getting off the train, we've got the key to the back door of the, of the driver's cabin, so we pop the driver's cabin. Anyway, we've gotten into the tunnel... So now you have to go around the station. This is all in hours now, just coming to the end of hours. Go around and then the train's sleeping there. But we have to wait next to the train, yeah, because at the minute there's loads of workers in the station. You can't paint. It's impossible. You'll just get seen straight away. The cab is like fucking like 10 foot, 20 foot from you. You can hear them all chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, we've found a little place next to the train that we can somewhat hide at for a while until it gets to a good time. So our plan is to wait there until 4 o'clock, yeah, so 4 hours, and then paint in between 4 and 4.30. So we started, like, waiting and shit. And uh, we're waiting for ages. We can hear the cleaners literally right next to us. So if you imagine, yeah, it's a tra- train like that, a station on one side, so the platform on one side, and on the other side, about about two-foot space that you can kind of lie in in between the wall and the train. And we're just lying there listening to these fucking workers for hours. There's loads of workers. like, And this there's, there's three of us. And uh, the third rail, usually they would turn it off after certain hours, but they kept it on for ages for some reason. Um, and, like, we had so little space between the third rail. Like, so that's the electrified rail, yeah? How do you know if it's on or off? You can yeah, hear it. Buzzing. All oh, right, okay. Buzzes. And um, so anyway, we're like, my face is fucking millimetres away from this thing, and I'm, like, dozing off, because if you know me, I sleep a lot. I just fall asleep in really bizarre places, so I've started falling asleep. And every now and then I'd get, like, a poke from one of the boys, like, wake up, man, come on, be on point, blah, blah. Anyway, after, after a couple of hours of waiting, it's getting to, like, 2 o'clock, we still hear all the workers. I've just, like, needed to piss so bad. I was just like, man, I can't do this, like, trying to hold it in for so long. So I've had to literally just kneel up and just piss on the floor in the corner, <laughs> which, like, away from the track. And by this time, I think they've turned the track off about around, like, 2 or something. They're just, like, the buzzing just stopped. Um, so anyway, I'm pissing, but because you can't move and you can't make any noise, I'm just pissing all over my knees. It's just soaking into my knees and my shins and my and my trainers, just soaking into everything. And then after I do that, yeah, then you, again to get your head lowered in the window of the train because it's a line, a real small train. You have to again lie down. So now I'm lying down in my own fucking piss, and 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 it's yeah, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Bearing in mind, we're all kind of laying on top of each other in just in some weird pitch. orgy of fuck. Um, and uh, 
And anyway, it starts getting a bit quieter now, and we're thinking, okay, fuck it, this guy hasn't seen us, we're down here now, isn't it? Like, we've come so far, we've been fucking prepping this thing for two and a half weeks, like, we're looking to paint. And what the paint that we have is, is emulsion paint, house paint, rollers, and then um, odourless spray paint, yeah, because w- when you're down there, you can't be making a lot of smell, especially where we were. As they start smelling and hearing paint, um, then they're just going to clock you and that's it, game over. They've started quieting down a little bit, so we're like, fuck it, we try, to, we try to paint, yeah? But the only way that we could do it is we could do it one at a time because we needed, whilst someone's painting, one could check out the train and the other one could check out the train, so one at a time, yeah, we've got on the roller, slowly poured the bucket out, shit is taking fucking ages. But using the roller, one guy starts slowly painting his letters in the roller, real quiet, can't make any noise because they're right there, can't make any smell, can't do anything. So just silently painting with this fucking roller on the train, Every now and then you find like, shh, shh, oh, excuse, excuse, like move, 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 like keep checking. You know, every now and then someone will like let their guard down or start looking at the graph and you'll be like, no, keep your eyes on the on the people, blah blah. We've finished finally, got on our got on our pictures and our video and shit, and then the plan is to go through the train, all the way through the train out onto the other side of the tunnel where we have our planned exit. Um. So we've gone inside the train and we're crawling under the train with the workers just in the little cabin just next to the train. We're crawling, we're crawling. We get to halfway through the train. So we're going through each carriage, shutting the door super quietly. Some doors we wouldn't shut if it didn't seem like it shuts quiet enough. And uh, we get to, like, halfway through the train and there's one door that the key just doesn't work for. So it's like, fuck. So it's like, all right, trying to think what to do. The only thing we can do is run up on the platform and just run away but we'll try and go onto the other platform where their workers aren't and we'll try and sneak away, yeah? So we've gone back through the whole train, going out the, the back of the train, and then just as we're coming out, a worker comes out and goes, Oi! He's seen us, he's like, what are you doing? So we're just like, fuck. So we quickly cross the tracks, run up on the platform on the other side, start breezing, but then all the workers, like five workers come out now, like, come onto the track, come onto the platform, like, trying to stop us, like, oi, oi, oi. And it's like, fuck, just breeze through him, yeah? What did that thing he shout, though, was it? Yeah, he was, so, so he was saying, because um, obviously, in it, it's London, so some people, especially, like, um, in, in that certain place, there might not be people, some of the workers aren't really expecting to see graph, so when they see a fucking three masked men in a tube tunnel, yeah, at fucking four in the morning. So we, he, he's, my friend's kind of, like, called them down as they're coming towards us. He's like, no, no, we're just painting, we're just painting, we're just painting, we're please. Artists. We're Friendly artists. artists. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're friends, we're friends. He kept saying, we're friends, we're friends. So they're just like, right, okay. Um, kind of step back a bit, but anyway, like, I don't think they would have done much anyway, three ballet blokes, like, charging at them at four in the morning on the platform. So we've run over, and then, so now we've crossed back onto the platform that we need to be on, whilst the people are just kind of following us, walking like, fuck, what to do, calling the police, whatever. And the only way that we can get out into the little tunnel, so you've got the tube there, and then you've got, like, a fucking tiny little squeeze at the top of the train, so we have to, like, climb onto the top of the train whilst the workers are just behind us, looking at us, shouting at us, fucking describing us and shit, like, crawl through some tiny little thing on top of the train, then kind of, like, slide ourselves off the roof of the train into the tunnel do that one at a time, like, it's fucking difficult when you're with a lot of people. Well, when you're with three people having to look after each other. And uh, so we've gone into the tunnel, and the tunnel is fucking deep, so there's just, like, ladder, then you have to cross a bit in the ladder, and across cross just going up loads and loads of ladders, yeah, through all these fucking labyrinth rooms that probably haven't, people, some people haven't been in, like, 30 years. Um, so we're going up, and then, like, fucking stash the paint in one of these labyrinth rooms, because it seems to be the best thing to do after we've been hotted. Keep on running up. One of my friends falls down one of the ladders, fucks his leg up. Um, not, not 
so badly that he couldn't get out, fortunately, but just his knee and then... Uh, so and it, that was a madness, trying to get up there. Eventually, get out. Um, the alarms are going off. We fucking clamber out onto the roof of the building and then clamber down this construction stuff. And then when we get to the bottom, it's a fucking... The, the place that we were planning to exit from was um, not possible because there was traffic there right, right now and it was just, like, too, too obvious, we thought. So I had to go in the next way, which is, like, the pissy corner, yeah? So these two guys have, like... They've gotten to the, to the first story now, climbing down the side of this building, but they've, like, OK, fuck it, they've just jumped over instead of going into this little pissy cubbyhole at the bottom. So they've just jumped, but I've been, like, fuck it at the time. I just didn't want to jump in. It was a height. I'm, I'm not really about heights. So I've had to go down into the bottom and, again, crawl through some next bum's piss, and this is a fucking puddle, and I'm, like, face down in this shit, like... It's just soaking my entire body. It's, like, crawling through it. Get out of it, like start running away, and then just see one bum in the fucking bush just standing there laughing at me, pointing. Because we're all in hivers as well, and just look like absolute pissy, dirty mess. So he's just laughing. Um, because it was that guy was actually watching us come in, go every day, like going up there, acting bookie with tools and shit. So the guy knew that we were up to something, and then he saw us like running away, going through the piss. So he must have been like, ah, this is your time, kind of thing. Anyway, yeah, managed to run away and escape. Went back to my mate's house, changed my pissing clothes. Had a shower. Had a shower. Went for a sandwich and then, uh, yeah. The Barcelona thing. What? Oh, fucking hell, yeah. That was pretty mad. Go on, we, you might as well tell that one, um, mate. Well, I just went with these, went to Barcelona and met up with like, must have been like 12 of us. And then went to a place called La Pau. And then um, just did like the craziest climb that I've ever done, really. And Basically, before we went in there, we let off the fireworks, remember? Oh, yeah, let off fireworks like, at the top of the yard. Like, so it was like a big building site, and you had to climb down the building site to get into the tunnels. But it was just, for some reason, I don't know, like, they had fireworks, and we let fireworks to, like, see if the security would come or something. I don't know. You could, we can't really understand them. No, I think so they're, they're just doing... nutty. They're just Spanish. That's what they do, I think. So the whole time me and... Oh, me and, sorry. Steve? Steve. They're just looking at each other, like, we don't, like, they're shouting and doing stuff, and we just don't know what they're doing. And we're just, so just following. But then, basically, after loads of weird climbing, there was, like, it was, like, a, like a, I don't know, like a 20-foot ladder... Like someone's just holding it at the bottom, and then I ended up being the guy in the middle to handle the paint down, like <laughs> so passing bags down, and that was pretty Bearing good. In mind that the way that it is is like a fucking twenty-five foot drop concrete like construction yeah, below site is halfway yeah. built, and the ladder only goes up two thirds of it. And to get onto the ladder, you have to fucking shimmy down a rope, which is tied onto something at the top. So first you have we'll to shimmy like down this rope, and then like balance your feet on this fucking high, sketchy-ass wooden ladder and then, like, slowly make your way down. I didn't know those yeah, ladders so but big. Was it, was it considered the mission of success? Did you get your bits done? No, so basically then got down and you had to, like, walk around for ages, hidden at the tunnels for ages, and then walked. So there's, like, 12 of us walking along. There's, don't know, walking for, like, an hour. 12 of you? Are you all graph blokes? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're all, we don't know what's going on. It's just me and Steve and then all yeah. the Spanish talking to each other, so we're just, like... Oh, the, just, the other ten of Spanish yeah, blokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So and one guy every now and then would come up and tell us, like, now we hide for ten, like, half an hour or something, and then, like, go, <laughs> go to sleep for a little while. And then um, walk down this tunnel for ages and then just hear loads of noise behind us. 
and turn around, it's like a curve in the tunnel, and then just like you can just see them kind of appearing. There's like six or seven uh, security guys coming towards us, all their batons out, like screaming at us. And then they all saw these Spanish start screaming at them, and we just look at each other, don't know what's going to happen. <clears throat> and then they just start like, <laughs> like running at them. And I don't you know. about the ones on the other side, though. Oh yeah, and then they're coming from the other way as well. Because so they're, they're in the a other one way track the yard. tunnel. Oh yeah, and that was it. They knew the fucking someone had been in there and like watched the cleaner do the code like yeah. on the padlock to the front gate. So like we fucking were on the front of the like the underground yard, like and the yard. Like then they knew, and we were all just looking and and they knew the fucking code to the padlock. So we opened the padlock and walked in. And then basically, so there's, there's some on the other side, some behind us. So we just they just start like running at them. And a couple of people get like hit with batons, manage to slip through. Steve gets dropped, and then this other guy got dropped as well. And I think Steve was just like, don't know, tourist, tourist, and they didn't end up hitting you a lot. Yeah, basically, like, so if you picture it, like we're in the tunnel, one a one lane tunnel. These lads have got fucking fireworks, and they're looking to um, shoot the fireworks at any SGs that come because what we're trying to do is we're trying to do a whole train, yeah. Right. So that means like paint the whole train top to bottom, like everything, one side of it. Um, and so they've got these fireworks looking to shoot them at the SGs who come down there because in Spain it's just fucking aggy you get into beefs with the security and that's it you get into a fight yeah it's just it's very different what's the aim of the game with the fireworks is to scare them off it's the aim of the game with the fireworks is shoot them at the uh, security when they try to scare them off or to to fuck them up hurt them and and just just I kind of feel there'd be some better there'd be some better options for for fucking up yeah there would be there would be oh no not for fucking up I don't know there's Spanish people they love fireworks they just you know what I mean that's just that's just their culture. Mm. So anyway, they're down here trying to fucking. Um, that was their plan anyway. When they come, which they will come because they do come, we're gonna fire fireworks at them and just kind of run away. But anyway, so it's like so yeah. As a, a fucking um, Ger- Gerald said, like there's like six um, securities coming down the tunnel. So like fuck. All right, go the other way. And then we hear voices from the other way. So there's t- two six of them. They've sandwiched us. We've like run into them like some sort of fucking Roman artillery. But we didn't know they were going to start punching them or like. Yeah, but no they were just like charge. So shouting at each other in Spanish before. We yeah. just look at each other. What the f- and then just charge at them. And then it's slow. Like they've charged at them. A few of them are barged through. Most of them. I think out of twelve of us, nine of us got got. Yeah, that was it. Out of twelve of us, nine nine of them got away. And then me, um, and then a couple of my Spanish mates, we got grabbed. And one of them, I was just like turista, turista. <coughs> Uh, so they don't like hit me and stuff. These these are all the big fucking hench guys who are on it and who hate fucking graphers and you know what I mean. They're just very like about their job. They've gotten together a nice little force between them. And uh, and anyway, one of them, my mate, um, he's like really really active on the Barcelona metro and he's just they all know him and he all knows them and they get into beefs all the time. And they've taken him like fucking opened one of the trains and just started battering him. I'm just hearing him screaming like he's in there, like and they're just fucking him up. Because he's like giving it to them and they're giving it to him and then they've pulled him out of the train and then he's like fucking like bloody like his whole face is bloody his hands are all fucked up and shit and uh, one of the one of the securities just came up to him and slapped him real nice and hard like you know like, across the face like little like, little like yeah like fuck you kind of slap anyway they've like dragged us out can't find any paint on the trains because they think that we've painted but actually we haven't got to paint yet. So looking around the yard, looking for paint, can't find any. Bearing in mind, we've got fucking like hundreds of cans between us, but between the fir- between the three of us that got bagged, I guess we we would have had a good like 30, 30, 40 spray cans, but they were all unused. So taking us to the up us up to the la- um fucking lobby, and um, they're they're like stuck in just you know taking details or whatever, and 
they call the police and the police come down, the police start taking details. Bearing in mind I'm worrying because I was on a two-year suspended sentence in Barcelona for, for something else, like I'm just selling fucking weed. And, uh, but I wasn't sure when that two-year suspended sentence um, was up. And they, and they told me when I was in Spain before that fucking if you get nicked, um, then you, you know, you're doing the rest of your time in prison kind of thing. But luckily, um, after the police checked, uh, like, li- literally, like, the suspended sentence ended, like, fucking the day before. Not the oh, day before, yeah. sorry, a week before, like, five, 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 six days before or some shit. I knew it was coming to an end, but I didn't know if it had quite ended or not, so I was a bit worrying about that. But anyway, the, after that, the police fucking, because there was no spray paint, gave us a slap on the wrist, put the other guy in the ambulance, my mate who they were with, he was fucked, like, had to, like, fucking take his deep. As soon as the feds arrived, the ambulance came and put him in the ambulance. Wrapped him up and shit, said our goodbyes, and that was it. And then we went to meet up. Well, the mad thing again. is, they didn't even fucking try and like find us. There's still like nine blokes in the tunnels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they didn't like send anyone out. Like just oh, just let them fuck around. Yeah, they're just like fuck it. Yeah. We got in three Spain. Of them. It's different. It's, it's very different. So you didn't manage to get your bits done that night. Nothing right. done that night. No. But well, it sounds like obviously um, it's a risky business. Could you tell me a bit about the brushes with near death? you've had in the UK because I know it's quite it's quite dangerous here also quite a lot uh, we're we we talking near misses with like running trains to get back to yeah, the, like two weeks back. ago like he's trying to do something um, at London Bridge and then loads of trackies came so I like, ran the other way and then down this like new tunnel and then hid behind hid behind some bushes and hid all my paint and stuff and I was a bit drunk and uh just kind of like after a little while, like aimlessly like walking back to see if they were there, and then just turn around and then just yeah, like train. I don't know, real close. And I was just on the edge of the line, then had to jump down in the corner, and then it's, yeah, it went past me. But that was quite close. Must be quite a regular occurrence in, in that system. What's yeah. pretty I've done before? Like you're lying down, that like in like as a, you know like really tight in the corner, then like look up to see if the train's like how and close it is, and it's like literally like there. Like why did I lift my head up? Thanks again to Stephen Gerald. Crime Club does not condone stealing the clothes of Belgian construction workers, falling asleep on international trains, fighting security guards or graffiti in general. But even if we did, give us our there, putain. I'm not sure which episode is on next week. Hopefully it's the one with the smuggler. Either way, it'll be a laugh. Email crimeclubpodcast.gmail.com or tweet at crimeclubpod to get in touch. Otherwise, stay Blessington. Crime Club. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.